rise and shine pinchers welcome back to another episode of just a quick pinch i'm your host connie wang so i'm so excited you guys so the main episode we had annie on my older sister now we have her back for answering our chief complaint of the week uh annie i sometimes like to ask my guests too do you have a chief complaint of the week something you're working on something you're struggling with something you want um unsolicited advice from um i want to hear from I, I'm always curious to hear from people who've been working in my field for like decades, you know, or, or near retirement or newly retired on how they kept that spark alive for the joy for their work. I, I realize some of it, you know, the, the cliche would be enjoy what you do, find the joy in everything. But, you know, I, I want to hear what what helps people thrive when they're decades and decades into their jobs. How to like keep things fresh, basically. Yeah, how to keep things fresh. Um, I'm just because, you know, I think you're, our jobs are, are in it. We're in it for the long run. And so it's it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And so I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious how people find that joy in all the years that they're practicing. Editing Connie here. I thought this was honestly an excellent question. So if you guys have anyone that you know of in mind for who I can interview that's maybe about to retire or have retired and someone that can share their wisdom on how to keep things fresh in your career, let me know. Would love to interview someone on this topic. Now on to your chief complaint of the week. So this week, our pincher asked, hey guys, I'm having a hard time deciding where I want to move after graduation. I'm engaged, no kids, trying to decide between moving far away from home where there's better job options or staying closer to home where most of my family is, but there's less ideal job options. What advice do we have for that, Annie? I, I think that's um, I think that that's a multifactorial question. Um, in some ways, it's easy to say, hey, you're young, you don't have kids, um, you're, you're engaged, you have a great partner that you love. Um, this is this would be the time to go and to explore. Um, so this is a great time, especially if the job market calls you away from home. This is a time where you can do that and have that great adventure, even if it's just for a couple of years, um, just kind of explore. Or maybe you might go away and find out like like us, you know, we actually really love this place and enjoy this place and settle down here and make our life of it. You just really never know what you truly makes you happy uh, and makes you and your partner happy unless you actually go out and explore. Um, that being said, I, I think there's a lot to ask yourself in terms of your family. Do they need you close by for whatever reason? Um, do you need to be close to home for any particular reason? Um, it's some people want to just set up roots right away, um, be close to family, um, have kids right away as soon as they get married or buy a practice, you know, and, and start building that, 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 that professional practice. Um, and so if that's your goal, I think that's also a, a super commendable goal. And it's I, I know plenty of people who just put down roots right away and really started working on that um, and have really built something wonderful um, in that time. And so I think it depends on what your personal goals are. Um, do you want to do something a little bit away from home and, and, and explore something else, knowing that you can eventually move back home if you want to? Um, hopefully. And then if not, and if you just want to be where you will be or where you think you will want to be, um, then it's not wrong to stay close to home either. 
I think just knowing that whatever you decide, it's never forever, unless you want it to be forever. You know, it's just a decision that you make. And so you can either stay or you can move away, but you are allowed and welcome to change your mind one day. Um, your needs today engaged with no kids may be different from when you are married with kids. Um, and so those needs may change or you can be married without kids. I'm not saying you have to have kids, but it's just those needs, your needs, your desires, your wants, what makes you happy, what makes you feel fulfilled, both personally and professionally. Uh, those needs are constantly evolving and they're changing. And so what you really, truly want in your heart of heart um, today is it may not be something that will will make you happy 10 years from now. Uh, and so when it comes to hard decisions, I always tell my friends, you know, put your choices in a hat and then pick one of the choices out of the hat and see how you feel. If you're truly excited being like, all right, good. Uh, I picked this one. Then you kind of know in your gut, like, okay, maybe that is what you wanted. But if you pick the decision and you just feel like, oh, I feel like I missed out on something, or this is not what truly makes me happy. Then it makes you kind of think through like, oh, maybe one of those other choices were, was what I truly, truly wanted. Um, and so, you know, think about, think about it in reverse, right? Think about what would it feel like to give up an option and how you would feel about that. Um, and then that can kind of steer you in the right direction. Oh my God, Annie, that is like legitimately the tip I always use because in Hannah Montana one time, she was choosing between two boys and then she was like, universe, like tell me which boy I should get. And then from her bedroom, a picture of one boy happened to fall. And then she's like, I know my answer. And then the next scene is her going to the other boy because she realized in that moment she wasn't happy with the one that fell. That is literally the exact thing that I was going to say. So cool. Um <laughs> I feel like we were actually talking about this in like the previous episode too. With big decisions, it's almost like the act of making the decision sometimes can be more crippling for us. Um, because no matter what you choose, it's like any decision you've previously made in life, the things will fall into place and you will make things work the way they're supposed to. But it's just like, it feels like you have such a choice and your path will be so impacted by your decisions. But just recognize how crippling making the decision is and recognize like you have a lot of power no matter what decision you make to still have the outcome that you want. It's not like your fate is completely out of your hands. Once you choose a decision, you'll keep making more little decisions. So it sounds like you're still in school right now and you're about to graduate. And when you mentioned less ideal job options, I think something to keep in mind is this is fresh in my mind because I just went through this. What I thought was an ideal job completely changed. And what I know now, even though it's, I mean, it's, it's only been a month and I'm sure my thoughts will change. The idea of an ideal job is sometimes just prepare yourself really different than what you think it is when you're in school. Because that's what happened to me was I thought I wanted to move away to California. I thought, you know, like I really wanted to do cosmetic dentistry. So I thought like that would be the hub to find the right mentor for, for um, cosmetic dentistry. But the more I um, explored the idea of home, I ended up meeting my mentor and my current boss. And on paper, it just seems different than the life I thought I planned in California with all the cosmetic stuff. But now in hindsight, I'm so thankful that I stayed here and I love staying here, but recognizing that it's not exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And just uh, to piggyback off of that is to apply broadly, apply to jobs away from home, apply to uh, jobs locally. And then after you interview and, and really open yourself up to all of the potential options, then you can figure out which one is the best one for you. Um, there might not be an ideal situation out there. Um, there usually isn't. Uh, and, and so it's, it's just about what feels right. Um, and, you know, you spend more hours with the people that you work with and 
unfortunately sometimes with the people that you live with and so uh you know make sure it's a it's a setting that feels supportive and feels natural to you um and and that fits your personality and how you want to practice uh cuz um i think you cannot control other people's personalities uh you know of your coworkers essentially and and so just finding one that that feels right to you and only you can say that if it feels right to you or not Something that I realized was important not everything obviously but actually pretty helpful in looking for a job is small talk. I noticed when I was interviewing at my current job, I had the best small talk and felt the most like uh just in sync with all of the staff that I met. And I'm like what Annie said is so true. Like we spend more time with our coworkers honestly, so you better make sure like that small talk is enjoyable. I'm not saying it's everything, but that was one way to kind of litmus test um the quality of the job. Another thing to keep in mind too is when you're thinking about jobs and moving, let's say you find someone that you really want to work with, make sure you have a good understanding too of their expectations and your expectations of like having a mentor and being a mentee because I think a lot of times too I've heard a lot of stories of, you know, like meeting the boss. Maybe the boss is great, but the boss is really busy and they're actually not there that much. And so it's important to be aware of like how often your boss will be there. Um, and also who else you're working with. So for example, um, I, I talk to my boss every day. I chat with him a lot, but I also spend a lot of time with our associates dentists who I, I really didn't think about work, like the associate dentist I would be working with when I was interviewing, but they're all out of, they've been out of school for like seven to 10 years. So they're very seasoned. They really take me under their wing and, you know, having those high quality, awesome associates to work with is not something I thought about when I was interviewing. So before you pack your bags and move anywhere or change any decisions, like when you're interviewing, try to get a sense of what that dynamic is going to be like with your boss too. Because that really paints the picture of what working there is going to be like. Yeah. And then just, you know, focus on what they're not saying. They're all, everybody's going to sell you their, their highlights. Uh, and after a while, it's all going to sound the same, but focus on what they're not saying. Um, and then just try to read the room and read in between the lines. I think what ultimately decide, um, caused me to, to choose my current job was not actually anything that happened during a formal interview. It was, I had mm -hmm. a casual lunch with, uh, the other docs in the group and I just loved listening to the banter back and forth and just seeing their body language with each other. And I just knew that it was very supportive and wholesome. And, and I still feel that way to this day, even though we've had, uh, our group has almost doubled, I think, since I started here, but, um, you know, just that like attracts like, and, and so we still have that, um, atmosphere. You know, we were all volunteering on a Saturday morning and it was just jovial and collegial and laughing and chatting. And, um, you know, so we, we make the most of every day together. So it's a lot of fun. Whether oh God, it be serious work, but yeah, but you know, make it fun when you can. Uh, and also, just statistically speaking, most people do not stay long term with their their first job. Um, mm -hmm. I have some friends now that I am one of the few that actually has has stayed with my first job, and oh, I, yeah. I think part of that is I've. I got lucky. I fell into a job that I really love and um, that worked well with for me. Um, and I have a great team. Uh, but, you know, I have a lot of friends who have switched two, three, four jobs um, in the same amount of time. So so I think it's just low expectations, but um, high expectations for yourself, but low expectations for this is your one and only. It, it sometimes feels like you're making a decision that's, that's going to be so huge. And it is, but, um, you know, just you can always change your mind. You can always find something else later. And so uh, these in the big picture are, are important decisions, but they're not the end all be all. It kind of reminds me of a quote too. This is like somewhat 
related, but you always you always overestimate how much your life can change in one year, and you underestimate how much your life can change in five years. And I wait, did I did I say that right? You yeah, you overestimate what you can accomplish in one year, and you underestimate how much your life can change, how much you can accomplish in five years. And I mean to、yeah. say that because I think. Um, we have this expectation; it's either like stay there forever or something. But like, you never really know where your path is going to take you. So, if you don't like your job, it's okay. In five years, you could be in a completely different setting, a completely different situation. It's just hard for our human brains, for some reason, to see that far, I guess, and to to plan that far too.、Um, and I think that we just tend to take things personally when things don't work out because it's kind of like, let's say you're on your second or third job that you don't like, then you you start to think like, is it me? Are my expectations wrong, or like, am I just not attracting the right things? And it's just—it's hard to find that like perfect fit right away. That is so cool. I never even thought about that, but yeah, you did stay at your first job.、Mm-hmm. I'm still here. <laughs> did you, when you were interviewing for jobs, did you see any sort of like red flags where you were like, I don't really like this? <laughs> I think there were no big red flags. To be honest, everything was really, really good. They always present the the positives.、Um, Uh, I think, I think my biggest advice always is just to read the room,、um, because,、uh, you know, I remember having an interview and it was with a husband and wife、um, that owned the practice together, and they were literally talking over each other, and and so it was like、oh、I think、God. at one point one was like, no, no, let me let let me tell it how it is, you don't know, and then I was just like, oh my gosh,、uh, it, they were so nice, and I、really、you're like I can't、that. get out of here fast enough. I mean, I actually really love them, but but it was I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if this is the right work environment for me, you know.、Um, uh, but I, I think it's just the the subtle nuances. In, there are things that you might not be able to put your finger on or explicitly say that you like or don't like, but usually we'll kind of walk away with like, oh, I think I feel in my gut that you know X Y Z, and just. At the end of the day, follow your gut because the the little things that seem oh maybe it's not a big deal I can kind of deal with this、um, those little things that you 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 recognize are going to become bigger things as time goes on and you really get situated and comfortable in a job and so I think knowing the positives and the negatives and if you can deal with the negatives then that's great but if the negatives are a big no no for you then I think that's your answer that that's not the right decision. I do have to say too. I think an important part when you're looking for a job is knowing on your priorities list where everything falls because you're gonna have to make concessions somewhere. So like knowing what your number one is, and then two, and then three, and then four, or whatever, how many categories you have for it, are important because, like, you want to know what you can make concessions on and what you will not budge on, and that's different for everyone. So it takes a lot of self awareness to know that. Right. So it's like you. It's like three things. It's like time. Time, energy,、uh, time, money, and happiness. Let's say, and you can only pick two out of the three. Which ones would you pick? Oh yes, time, money, money, and happiness. Like social life or something. Happiness and money, but then you may out lose out on time or energy. Hmm. Um, you could pick time and happiness, but then you may lose out on the money. And so you have three things, and you have to choose two. And so figure out which one, which two are your top priority. You、yes. you can't be wrong with whatever you、yeah. choose. It's just that you have 
you might not be able to have it all. You might just need to make sacrifices. We all have 24 hours in a day. And so it's just how you use them. Yeah. And I think also once you attain or get closer to attaining what you think you want to, you'll learn whether or not it actually was what you wanted or not. Because sometimes you end up with something you have and then you're like, that actually wasn't what I wanted this whole time. Right. Right. And what you might want today, uh, let's say time and happiness, but you might ultimately change your mind and say, hey, I want more money and happiness. You know, it's, it's, it's however you choose it. Well, thank you so much for giving your advice, Annie. This was super helpful. I hope that the pincher is listening. And please give us an update on what you end up choosing. I love when they submit updates just because I'm invested now yes. and curious. <laughs> totally curious yeah thank you so much annie for coming on it's always super fun when we have you on can you please come back another time i would be more than happy to i am always honored to be invited to come back so thank you guys for listening go check out episode number one if you guys uh really enjoyed that or if you guys really enjoyed today anyways thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time bye <laughs>